0: Gay okay. ghost, gay <laughs> ghost. Hey, bitch! Over here!
1: Bitch, bitch, over
0: here! Over bitch, here bitch. bitch, over here! Bitch, bitch, over here! <laughs> bitch, are we gonna talk about sex? Bitch, sex, sex, sex. Bitch. Ooh, ooh. Oh my you're being chill. <laughs> bitch. Welcome to bitch over here. This is Jonas. This is Laura. We are unreal people
1: with real problems.
0: <laughs> Wait, how does how does it go? We well, real un- talk with unreal, unreal people. people. Serving up some flax steak smothered in bitchy gravy. That's right. So today we actually have a special guest.
1: Ooh, you might say a special guest. This is a pod ghost
0: no a ghost cast yes. <laughs> a ghost cast we'll just call it a ghost cast why not
1: i thought a special ghoulist no
0: a special guest episode of bitch over here we're gonna talk to ying in a little bit but before we do we have a couple of things that i have in mind that i want to see what laura thinks about
1: what's that boo get it boo
0: boo all right see it's <laughs> Let me, we're finally getting in the groove of things. I just had a, yeah,
1: I think he's an on anolience. a, like a diabetic low right now. A
0: little bit, because <laughs> I'm kind of hungry.
1: Can I get, you, no, you need to eat something, because you're giving off an angry vibe.
0: I don't know why. I'm
1: <laughs> getting a lot of negative ghost dinner. You seem a little stressed.
0: Uh. Uh-oh. Yes, I am a little stressed, because I have had a long week. I'm so busy today. I'll be busy tomorrow, and then I'm traveling next week. So, yeah. I'm a little stressy wessy. Okay, so last week we talked about you going to the Janet Jackson concert. How was Janet? Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, how was
1: it? Ah, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. She still puts on, like, a show like she's 20. Um, she still moves like she's early Janet. And...
0: I, to be honest, I was really jealous of the fact that you got to see Janet. I saw Janet a long time ago.
1: No, I'm sure it's like almost the same. You'd be like, does she age?
0: No, cause
1: does she drink the tears of
0: fallen pop stars Ars- that <laughs> gone before her?
1: Does she have that like baby skin rejuvenation? Cause like her face looked the same um but it was pulled back in a tight ponytail so that does hide
0: that probably helps (laughs) Helps that probably helps and gives her a little you know gives her a smize yeah so you know but
1: um no i it for the price it was worth it and it was very it was very nice you know how i'm into nostalgia it was very like a trip down uh, because janet jackson actually um rhythm nation was one of my first tapes Really? Yeah. Like, I bought her... I didn't buy a lot of tapes because it started to go into CDs, but...
0: Tapes. Cassette tapes. She's... For new <laughs> millennials, she's actually talking about cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. A long, long time ago, we used to buy um, albums.
1: These things called albums.
0: And, you know, before singles were sort of a thing, but even back then, we had cassette singles, but that's a different story. We're talking about cassettes. Okay. Long playing cassettes, after which you've heard an album... The first half of the album in its entirety? You have to
1: turn it over. You have over. to turn it
0: over <laughs> and play the rest.
1: So yeah, Rhythm Nation and I think I had Paula Abdul. And we all know how Paula Abdul's doing
0: this. Year. Janet
1: is definitely...
0: Well, Paula is still out there making her money.
1: Yeah, but I can't see Paula Abdul doing what Janet did. She's
0: No, she's on a 90s tour. She's on a tour with like...
1: Oh, with the backstreet, like... Yeah, like yeah, boy yeah. Bands. Yeah, oh.
0: she's on a tour. So she's making her cash. Mm. But then she's not headlining a tour like Janet is. I mean, yeah. this is Janet's show.
1: I mean, it wasn't sold out, but that that was Sacramento. Um, Sacramento. But it was it was a Tuesday as well. So um, it's not like a good... I probably heard Thursday con- uh, Concord show was...
0: That was probably... That's the one that a friend of ours went to, yeah? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That one was probably um, more filled. Because like a Tuesday concert, that's kind of hard to swing sometimes.
0: Well, you go, Miss Jen. Unless
1: you are a pet sitter who has just <laughs> Jonas is bitterly making a face because he works ninety hours. Oh, you better not die! Did you read about that Japanese lady who died from overwork? What, <laughs>
0: what are you talking no, about? No, she
1: had like a hundred, and uh, I am gonna misquote the. In Japan, a woman actually died from overwork. She had uh, something over, no, maybe it was like 500. It was a lot of overtime hours. And she just, for a, uh, I don't know. How does
0: that happen?
1: She's just physically exhausted. She had like a heart attack or some sort of just, you know, shut down. At work? No, I think, I'm not sure where she Or
0: it was because of work.
1: It was because of overwork. And so her parents wanted to make sure, you know. The news found out, and then the company she works for—it's like a news company.
0: Where did you where did you see this the story?
1: Like in the in the regular news, Google. She <laughs> <laughs> young Japanese reporter works herself to death. Dies with cell phone in her hand. Oh my god,
0: Jonas. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I'm laughing. That's really uncomfortable. A
1: young journalist's grueling work schedule included a single month with 159 hours of overtime and just two days off. Freaking 30 days with just two days off. By the way. Yes.
0: The Blue Angels are performing today, just so you know. (laughs) Oh. If you hear – listeners, if you hear us being bombarded with a bunch of sounds – it's just the Blue Angels flying over the San Francisco Bay Area, letting us know that they're here and that their presence is known. And they're they have they're a show.
1: Blue and their angels.
0: They're blue and they're angels, and I wonder what they look like.
1: Dudes, are I, there any lady Blue Angels?
0: Blue lady angels.
1: <laughs> blue angels.
0: So there's a. Um, I found something that I thought you might be interested in. It's a a Christian Republican guy um, said that if women can breastfeed in public, I can grab their breasts. He's
1: oh my god. Wait, this is a while ago. I remember reading about this.
0: It's a week ago that I got this. Wait, there's a So the oh, well, thing that's is...
1: creepy if this is like more than one person saying that.
0: Well, hold <laughs> really? So you said Well so no, I thought you think I'd this heard is a this different st- story. Well, last week a new story about this this guy who
1: so he's a senator? What is he?
0: Yeah, let me see. So apparently in in New Hampshire, men and women are legally allowed to bear their nipples in public, but I guess Josh Moore is who's the state representative is attempting to pass a bill that would make it illegal for women only, of course. Ah. Um, that she could be charged with a misdemeanor if she quote purposely exposes the areola or nipple of her breast or breast in public place.
1: So, in, in the presence
0: of another person with a reckless disregard of what for whether or n- a reasonable person would be offended or alarmed by such an act. <gasps> Tittle.
1: Tittles. Tittles. tittles.
0: <laughs> so you're walking down the park and a lady is there. And she whips out her and boob. And she whips out her. Because she's, <laughs> she's, you know, feeding she wants her to kid. Assault... Oh, she's feeding her, okay. she she feeding her kid. She doesn't want to assault you with her boob. Yeah. No, no, no.
1: Okay. So she so... wants to do a normal thing, like a natural thing then. Yeah. Humans and, and mammals do. Yeah.
0: And it's making it illegal for that to happen. So.
1: Yay, New Hampshire. Yay. Because nipples are scary, but guns are
0: not. Nipples are far scarier than guns, don't you know? That's the reasoning behind <laughs> all this. Because breasts
1: what if I see a nipple? are so
0: offensive that they can kill you
1: what if i ooh? i'm gonna go around i not know exposing your
0: blasting your nips in yeah. public
1: mm. Mm.
0: Then, nips. then you're gonna be on like the fbi's What's wanted running? list because for that matter a lot of women would be on really? the fbi wanted list through breast exposure and so this mass breast <laughs> just... were
1: were there women in new hampshire like, just like walking around without their tops on I... was it like rampant
0: i think it's time for a road trip <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I'd like to know why he thought to make it illegal cuz usually it's due to like was there a grant? It's just like everybody out there showing their nips and it, he was just like Wah! like he didn't know how to handle it all.
0: Why? Well, the question more is that I want to know is why is it that we're so scared of fucking boobs?
1: I th- I know. Like if you put have you seen the thing where you, they put male nipples on a female
0: and it's not boobs? as offensive? <laughs> Yeah, it's like... That's brilliant.
1: Yeah, you put male nipple... Like, oh, these are male nipples. They're just, you know, copy... Copy Copy-pasted, ...onto boobs. Is it still offensive? You know they're male nipples.
0: You know, in Europe, when I was there, it didn't seem like that was such a big deal. Like, boobs are on magazines everywhere. Yeah. Nobody's... Yeah, for some reason breasts are highly sexualized in, in this culture, whereas yeah. in other cultures, it's, it you know, nobody's whacking off at the I'd middle of grocery store. the grocery
1: I'd rather have that where nudity and sex isn't a big deal, but violence is frowned upon. And that's how it
0: is. I mean, yeah. Star Wars got what? Like a triple X rating? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, because of the violence and just yeah. how that rating system is. The MPAA, which is uh, it's such a weird organization. There's but a I movie can see called... more
1: harm happening after seeing just... Violent after violent after violent movie. Would you rather be desensitized to violence or desensitized to the, n- n- the human form? Desensitized uh. to the human form. <laughs> I'm
0: already desensitized to the human form. I think yeah. the human form is delicious and beautiful and, and I want to do so many things with it.
1: I think that if we put our energies into making love and not making more... Um, I, I'm with you. John Lennon and Yoko Ono.
0: Laura for president. And
1: me will be in a giant bed.
0: Would you be the, would you be the John Lennon <laughs> or would you be the Yoko Ono?
1: No, I'm just there with them.
0: Or are you just like, you know, with your, head, your hand on your head on the bed, just exactly. kind of like... <laughs>
1: what, what do you guys think? In repose. You know when they had a love-in or a sit-in or a bed-in? A bed-in. Yeah. Bed-in breakfast.
0: I had a thing that I... I but that I got, actually, that uh, that I was going to talk to you about. Um, but I can't find the article anymore. And it was, like, what people thought about sex back in the day. Oh. Or there was also an article that I found that I thought would be interesting because um, it pertains to us here as a podcast, is that there they found, like, um, advice ads from, like, the 1600s. And it was all about... It talked about, you know, this woman had wrote, written in, like... I have impure thoughts. Like this was,
1: dear Abby, like
0: Victorian era kind of what, dear what, Abby questions. Oh, okay. That people would write into the newspapers, and you know, one of them oh. was along the lines of, "My wife has started to learn how to read, <laughs> oh God, and horrible. <laughs> and I am wondering if I if this should be of concern as a gentleman. <laughs> yes, she's like,
1: gonna get smart and leave you. Yeah. So I thought it
0: was, it was a fascinating article, but I can't find it. Listeners, I'm going to try and find this article, and we're going to talk about it in the yeah, next feature cool. episode because, because it's a cool one.
1: That means that even long ago, people reached out to others for advice, like for and, a group right. thing. Right, and, and I'd, I'd be
0: very curious as to what like the advice that was given was that was an acceptable yeah. answer.
1: Like, no, you should stop your wife from reading. She's going to get ideas.
0: She will be autonomous and no longer need you, and you know will turn into a lesbian and die. Like what for
1: herself and stop start buying Birkenstocks that are not invented yet. She's gonna invent them.
0: So yeah, no, I'll I'll find it because it's it's an interesting one. Uh, It's an interesting article. Um, so what else is new? You tell me. What's coming in?
1: You. What are you doing for Halloween?
0: I don't know. I don't Um, know
1: if I, I usually don't dress up, so I don't know if that'll be different this year. I was kind of thinking of going as a character from 1984, but that's kind of a downer news. Maybe a sexy version of that. That's right, because
0: you just recently reread that
1: again. Like a sexy How, how, let me just ask
0: you, how do you think a sexy, maybe just a sexy book?
1: Oh, just a sexy big brother. (gasps) I could be sexy big brother. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How would that work?
1: Well, he's basically like a mustachioed guy. Well, he's like an entity. He's not like a person. Right. He's the yeah. So the but the picture they use, he has a has must, must, a mustachio. He has a mustache, and he's just kind of you only see his head.
0: So maybe it's like head, and then nothing else, and then like sexy legs.
1: <laughs> but he or he could also be represented by a giant eye. So maybe I could put like mascara. I like could a just large be a giant, eye. Yeah, but a giant
0: when, eye. Like like a big one that encompasses your entire, like, torso. And, and then, then just legs. like Yeah, and
1: hairs. then a beauty mark, like, on the eyelid. No, no, no. Or... Like, no, no. On, on your, like, right cheek. <laughs> to, like, you know, because that's sex to be sexy. Yeah. <gasps> Fishnet stockings. Giant eye.
0: Fishnet stockings.
1: Eyelash curls. Yeah. And maybe blonde hair on the eye.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. Very, yeah. George Orwell is so proud <laughs> of you right crying. now. He's... How do you think this is, this book, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of articles out there talking about ad nauseum about how relevant this book is, but um, what was your reasoning for rereading it again?
1: Just the, when the administration started using alternative facts, <laughs> <laughs> that word, that's very much like the um, double speak that they talk about and sorry the oh did you hear all that my knees crack yeah the the double speak that they talk about in the book which is like instead of there is no bad there's just more good or plus good like they get rid of their um the whole goal oh is
0: you to, mean there's good sides on both <laughs> there's good people on both sides of an and, issue
1: and they erase history like the the main character's job is to manipulate the news so it always looks like big brother is right. And
0: sexy big brother indeed. So there's
1: a lot I mean it's we're not exactly in in uh the same, you know, in the same time like oh this is just like yesterday. It's very dark and but there's a lot of similarities where I just it help it makes you think and be like okay, it's we gotta. We... Well, a
0: lot of people said the same thing about like *The Handmaid's Tale*. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, it's probably yeah.
0: And you know, in in that it's
1: over the top dystopian, yeah, but for a reason. So certain things really stick out.
0: Yeah, and and with with *Handmaid's Tale*, it was sort of a point of view from someone that had already been enslaved into you know this. This world in which everybody's suppressed, but then sexuality is <laughs> sexual, sexuality is delegated to the bedroom, and it, it, it's just like the strange ritualistic way of, of doing it. And I think my, Margaret Atwood's um oh,
1: the book. Have the you book. read the book yet?
0: No, I have not read the book.
1: Uh, what well, um is it like? Like the free th- the, the the nipple campaign in New Hampshire, like the oh, Blue that's...
0: Angels, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Blue Angels.
1: Man, that's heart-pounding.
0: Isn't it exciting? <laughs>
1: um, what, what was I asking? It's The
0: Handmaid's Tale. Guess what? Women are no longer going to have their bank accounts. Re-
1: women can read?
0: Women can read.
1: No, my question was... Oh, how about breastfeeding in The Handmaid's Tale? Were you allowed to...
0: No, you, they were completely like covered in The Handmaid's Tale. It's we should watch it. You should watch it because it's such well, a Like I kind of wanna read the book. The book the the what's interesting about this entire season was that it covers the entire book. The entire like conceptually. Um and it talks about just the journey of June. Um uh you know, the main character in the the show and the book. And they follow the book pretty much to the T. Margaret Atwood is in the series as well. Oh, she does a cameo. Cool. So yeah. Everybody, when when our current commander in chief got elected, everybody thought that you know this was the end and the Handmaid's Tale was gonna come true. And but it, it, just like nineteen eighty four, there's concepts about it that kind of resonated with people that people.
1: Yeah, it's like it's more like these to. are warnings. Like this is what happens if this particular ideal gets taken to the extreme. Right. They're not how to books. No. <laughs> but I think that like. Some people
0: some people take it that way. The fear I I get it though. The fear is there. I get it. Yeah. I get it. This is our part two. Our
1: part boo.
0: Our part boo of our interview with Ying.
1: From The Haunted Bay.
0: From The Haunted Bay. Remember to check out their Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Haunted Bay. As well as their page on YouTube, YouTube with all their videos. Or boo Or boo. <laughs> and also, don't forget to keep up with the content of their video page. Because Ying keeps telling us that there's some discovery coming up with it's their new video. And it's about to drop. And make sure that you pay attention to that. And... There's also a tour for the Haunted Bay on October 22nd. Um, You can buy tickets on brownpapertickets.com, and make sure we support a local haunted investigating (laughs) group.
1: Yeah, support the local boosters.
0: (laughs) Boosters? Does that mean to boosters?
1: Yes, I made a boo joke. You are my co-ghost.
0: Oh, look at that! Yeah. Thank you.
2: yeah
0: (laughs) we are talking with ying lu from the haunted bay
1: um so i don't know if we covered this but um i did your june how you got connected with june was to it's a friend she's a friend's aunt yeah and then she did the reading oh yeah (laughs) she did the reading (laughs) to contact your mother and that kind of sold her to you like you're like oh yeah she's the real deal
2: oh yeah it was pretty amazing um in fact, I actually filmed myself talking about what happened, and I think at one point I started crying because it's by my, m- my mother, and so i never put it online.
1: On one of the episodes, you you play the tape, right?
2: I played a, a, the tape of the reading, and the reading yeah. was very compelling. But there's a backstory that I didn't never told that I, oh. I filmed myself of why I even went to her, because she told me stuff before I even paid for a session that was like I can't understand how she could know these things. Oh. But yeah, the reading itself was just. So compelling, and I didn't even remember everything from the reading, I had to um, play the tape again and then realize, oh my god, she's identifying identifying these relatives of my mother who died, and she's totally spot on. For example, she said, oh, there's a man, an older brother of your mom's, he's on the other side, and he's uh, walking her to the other side and he, he he died quickly it wasn't like a not you know sick for a long time like maybe he was killed or it was something quick she said that right and my mom only has one older brother and he was found with his head smashed in on the sidewalk dead and there's no way she could have found that out because he was in Malaysia when this happened i don't even know his name i call him older uncle okay Uh And he, and my last name is different than his last name, so it's not like she could dig in any records because it's my mom's brother, right? So I was like, and I actually had to contact my cousin because I heard this, but I wasn't sure if it was true. I was like, is it true that, you know, older uncle, was he found dead on the sidewalk or something? And She's like, yeah. There's more details Mm -hmm. in that. I think it's interview with a medium.
1: Yeah, it's very, it's three or four. I think.
2: <laughs> Is the episode, yeah. She gives more details. But there's a backstory that I, I said I had recorded, but then I started crying a little bit. Not sobbing, but I have teared up, and I got embarrassed, and I never released that video.
1: Uh, it's... I don't think it's anything to be... Like, if, if I... T- I probably, probably want to talk to my aunt that recently passed away. Well, four years ago. And I don't know. Like, it's... You're getting to talk to your relative again, so it's going to... Bring it'll up bring guy. up emotions yeah. and things it's not, it's that it's totally know. like acceptable and, and, <laughs> to and it's one of those things yeah. that, and
0: most people when when they they pass on it's not like there's ever a a way to kind of yeah you know finish that storyline without having it be done abruptly most people you, you know, know
1: like i my aunt had cancer so we knew yeah that she was gonna go and We got to, I felt like we, her her service, um, she lived in Hawaii, and we kind of, we pushed, put her, she had her Astras cremated, and we put her out into a boat, Uh, not a boat, (laughs) we put her on a surfboard, and as a a family took it out, so I felt like the ceremony, that was good, Um, but yeah, if I had a medium, i definitely want, like, that'd be cool if I could still, I mean, I felt like I said goodbye to her, but. If she came back and wanted to talk to me, that I'd be like, ah. <laughs> I yeah. I'd be a mess too. So I don't think—not that you know—decide whether you want to put up, put that up or not. But I think I don't. If somebody was like, "Oh, you're crying because you're talking to your mom," that's like pretty. Like, uh, of
0: course. Yeah. Of course. Anyway,
1: it's my mom.
0: <laughs> we talked about this, and we we were wondering what, in your opinion, what's a movie that sort of portrays, um.
1: Your spirit, spirit life like I the sh- most realistic
0: yeah
2: wow i have to think about that <laughs>
1: ghost i mean ghostbusters no, is not over ghost the ghostbusters.
0: Top, right? <laughs> no no well
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm giving like the you the know plasma <laughs> what's coming out of uh, oh yeah e- ecto ectoplasm e- ectoplasm
2: maybe the sixth sense
1: The sixth. Oh, okay because he was sensitive
2: yeah he was uh, he was a medium basically exactly. he could But it was less over the top it was from what i recall it wasn't so much about demons coming after you and it was just you could see them and they were talking to him and it was scary it was calm
0: and it was and then the twist at the end obviously for those who haven't seen it (laughs) don't spoil it Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) i wanted to ask if what i know it's supposed to be scary but i noticed like the music and kind of the guy that does the intro Mm -hmm. to the is kind of a spooky voice If you didn't do that, do you think it would, I think it would still be spooky, but do you kind of like, when you're producing the videos, kind of make them a little, like adding, I don't know how to describe that music, like, (laughs) I don't know, it's tense music, so you know that, um,
2: yeah, it's often, it's, it's, sometimes it's a hard choice, because part of me thinks that there's, the audience who wants to watch ghost videos, they want a little bit of tension, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah.
1: You want to you're watching it to get scared a little bit.
2: but Yeah. And also because the people we're filming, they're really not out to get ratings or get attention. They're really they really they're just are just doing research. And so sometimes the responses are very flat. Mm. Um, and so sometimes we're actually more scared than we seem because sometimes when you're just freaked out, you don't react like oh my god you know you're yeah, yeah. just like i clam up we just like yeah did you see that you freeze i think something like, yeah. just touched me it's more like oh but so it's not really translating the actual emotion if mm-hmm. you're just showing it the way it was what? yeah we're actually excited like oh somebody just pulled my shirt but it seems like nonchalant but we're really like what <laughs> you know like that so there's that aspect of i want to be able to kind of be able to portray the actual mood and of course i also think it you know audiences might get kind of bored if they're just watching us talking calmly oh i think i saw a shadow figure there oh you know, things yeah. like that, you know?
1: <laughs> look at those two ghosts stabbing each other oh okay so i
2: mean we're, oh, we're not, sh- not Shalant, but we're, <laughs> we're not actors is what i'm saying and and it, which is good yeah <laughs> because it,
1: if you were overreacting it would be like what what Yes. So,
2: when we do actually jump back or swear, it's, it's big... <laughs> totally real. So, <laughs>
0: is there has, has there been a favorite hunt or a ghost hunt that you guys have investigated, or a particular place that was that you were fond of that that was that was very maybe memorable,
1: f- fun ghosts like
0: uh... like Casperie, yeah, let's not just like say
1: with, with tragic stories, just <laughs> well, the one with uh, June had in. He was, like, it was in an alleyway, and he was, like, um, sort of the guard. He just, like, hung out there. The watchman. Yeah, the watchman. He seemed like a cheerful-ish ghost. um, Yeah. Any other, like, character? I guess characters.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. He was definitely a character. um,
1: Where he didn't feel threatened, and they were, like, happy to talk to you.
2: There was also a... There were quite a few spirits in the defenestration. So it used to be the building on Howard and 6th Street in San Francisco that had the sculptures of I furniture coming out of the windows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, did they tear that down already or no?
2: Yeah, they tore it down. They built a new, new building. It's oh, affordable okay. housing. Because I,
0: I remember the episode was um, bef- you guys had an opportunity to go in there prior to them tearing it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: We were actually really lucky. Yeah. We're very lucky that we got in there a few months before they tore it down because that place was fascinating. And it was overrun with spirits, according to to June Ahern, the medium.
1: Okay, i to watch that one. So were there...
2: So there was place? one spirits? one guy who was very uh, grumpy, but, like, not in a scary way. He was just like, what are you guys doing here? He was like the boss. <laughs> like an or, like an ordering, old, guy. old guy. What are you doing? So, so what happened was we had gone there first with the APR. And, and then like a week or, or a few, I can't remember. Like after APR, we went another day with June Ahern, and so um, we were up here. And then she's like, "Oh, there's a guy here." And he's like, "You know, like what are you guys doing here?" He's like the boss, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, "Where's that? Where's that lady?" Because he was attracted <laughs> to one of the APR members. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk to her. Why doesn't she want to talk to me? <laughs> he had a thing for her. He's like she had red hair. <laughs> the redhead. He <laughs> no, didn't follow her. <laughs> And we know, we think oh, we know who it is. So
1: ghosts, that kind of comes to where ghosts do. Well, oh, I wanted to know if go- how ghosts has ever, any ghosts have like revealed secrets of the living to you. Like, oh, you if a ghost is haunting a certain area and there's also living people there. <laughs> living <laughs> people I'm going to tie your area. hands down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to find behind my back. Uh, and there's also like living people, co- maybe in, the, ho- in a, the hotel or somewhere where, um You're not expecting to find ghosts. Do they say like, well, she she overcharges everybody, or <laughs> like, <laughs> have you come across that?
2: Um, where they tell y-
1: the secret, or they <laughs> they gossip about the people living there.
2: Because we don't go to residences, we don't go to homes. Oh, in homes, okay. So we never have any information about the <laughs> residents living there. And the
1: hotel, you'd have to probably get the. People to okay you filming in there,
2: right? Yeah, hotels you have to get people to okay it. Um,
0: Man, if there were ghosts here, they'd be like Jonas's meatloaf is (laughs) shit.
1: (laughs) Jonas walks around without pants. Oh my god, I do,
0: (laughs) but it doesn't take a ghost to tell you
2: that. I mean, we did go to the Sharpsdome Museum. That was all the way out in Calistoga, and June picked up on a very distraught female spirit and what happened was because we didn't know that we don't we don't research the history before we go it's always afterwards because we wanted to just go in not knowing anything yeah and to see afterwards if there's anything to it so we went to the Sharpstein museum which is out in calistoga and it's basically a museum about the history of you know calistoga northern california and june the she picked up on a a female spirit was really upset really angry not at us
0: is that the one where she kept on circling the building?
2: Yeah, she was going around inside, really upset. And and then there was a, a male spirit, too, who was like a very domineering spirit. And then she kept saying, like, she had been cheated or somebody had taken her, her money or someone had taken her business. If you watch the episode, you you'll see exactly what the spirit said. And so afterwards, we were really trying to piece together, like, what is this story? And then the museum historian was with us, and she said, there was a lady back in the 1800s, um, Emma Eels, I think was her name, E-E-L-S, and she was actually a pioneering businesswoman. She had found some substance on land that she she thought could be a good cleaning agent, so she founded this company and was run all by women in the 1800s. And this was kind of like a, quite a breakthrough. And they were doing well. They even expanded into San Francisco. They had an office in San Francisco. But then these men um, basically cheated them out of their company. And they lost everything. Ugh,
1: Stupid I would, men. I would, be, I would haunt <laughs> Kelso. Okay. And, um I would be pissed.
2: <laughs> so we discovered this after, you know, June felt this woman being so angry. And we, we kind of dug up this story and... Showed in the video that what we found about her, and then June said that she felt more at rest, that, that she could tell her story. Her story. Yeah.
0: This is all on the Haunted Bay on YouTube. Everyone, please check out the Haunted Bay on YouTube. So,
1: did,
0: oh. on one of your episodes on the Haunted Bay, yeah, um, can... there was a strip club. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's so... still
1: in operation, right? Like, oh it, yeah. Is it still, it's still a strip club. Now. It's still a
2: strip okay. club.
0: So. Have you ever encountered like sexy ghosts or ghosts that are just kind of (laughs) there to be so (laughs) like adulterous? Like I don't, I'm shaking my hips. I don't know why, (laughs) but a ghost that's just, or a spirit that, that just wants to um,
2: interact with humans, interact
0: with humans, you know, in, in that sense.
2: Well, the, one of the investigators at the Conra club, she said, go ahead and touch me. And it like touched her bra, something snapped her bra.
0: That's something I do to you. (laughs) So that's the closest that I've seen.
2: (laughs) Um, I had a personal experience, actually. This is not related to my ghost hunting. Um, And I still don't know what to make of it. But I was in Spain. I was traveling. I love Spain. Yeah. (laughs) I was in... um, Madrid at the time. And then I was in a hostel, and the hostel was, uh, I was in a room with like five or six, four or five other girls. I can't remember exactly how many. They are all from Taiwan. And something like two o'clock in the morning, one of the girls across from me in her bed says, Yang, Yang. And I'm not like trying to sleep. I'm like, what? She's like, There's something on top of me. I was like, Oh, just your dream and go to sleep. She's like, Oh, okay. She goes back to sleep. She tries to. And then she's like, no, Ying. And I don't know why she's just calling my name. There's like several <laughs> girls in the room. And I'm like, what? She's like, I think there's a ghost on top of me. There's a spirit pressing down on me. And I'm like, stop trying to scare me. Stop it. Just go back to sleep. And then she, she finally, she's like, no, I'm not I'm not joking. Can you please go with me to the outside and stay with me? I'm scared. So I go with her and I actually, to be honest, I didn't know what to think of. It. I, didn't, I don't even know if I believed it or not. We sat in the kitchen and talked for like half an hour. And then she's like, okay, I think I'm fine now. And she goes back to sleep. The next day, she's totally embarrassed. She's like, oh, just forget what I said last night. I think I just was a little bit freaking myself out. It was nothing. And that was the last I saw her, so I didn't think anything of it. And then I went to Germany to visit um, a friend of mine, an ex-boyfriend, actually. And I was staying at this house where he was um, house-sitting. And I was um, sleeping in- on the bed. And he was... On a sleeping bag across on the other side of the room and one morning i felt like somebody was on top of me and i actually thought oh my god is did my ex go crazy or something you know but i opened my eyes and i look and he's still sleeping across the room in his sleeping bag but i can't move i can't move and i can't breathe and frightening i know that there are cases of sleep paralysis that caused this so I'm not saying it's not that I don't know what it was maybe it was sleep paralysis but it was pretty intense because I had to internally push it off and I actually because I was laying on my back and I felt it like I was being pinned down I couldn't move and, I, and my, my biggest concern was I couldn't breathe And but so I pushed it off and I managed to breathe again and I actually turned on my, my side I believe I was on my right side so I was facing the wall so I was like, oh, okay, whatever that was, I pushed it off. And then I felt it pressing down on my shoulder. Like it was on my side. Which, Which is weird because yeah. I was being folded in half was how I felt. I like, oh. And then I willed it off of me again. I remember thinking, I just want to breathe and I just want to sleep because this overwhelming sleepiness came over me too. And I pushed it off again mentally. And I remember just being pinned down again and I remember thinking, Am I am I having a nightmare? Am I dreaming? I'm gonna try to make a sound, and hopefully if he my ex-boyfriend hears it, then it's proof to me that I'm this is not all a dream. And all I could muster up was like a grunt, like, uh, you know, I couldn't even say anything. But I was using all my force to do that, and I was I made that sound. But he didn't my ex didn't wake up. So I was still struggling, and then my at one point my eyes closed and I could see the image of an older man who's balding with white hair he's wearing a white shirt and either dark gray trousers i think they were dark gray they were not black and he was basically on top of me straddling and i was mentally fighting with him so hard it almost felt like he wanted you know something more and he was like you know trying to quote unquote break me Hmm. and i was fighting so hard like mentally to get him off And at some point, again, I don't know if this is a sleep paralysis thing or if it was a spiritual thing, but I had the sensation like I was being pulled into a slightly set up position and arms were being wrapped around me.
0: Oh, my God. And squeezing me.
2: (laughs) and again i mentally pushed it off and i just flopped back to sleep and i was so exhausted i just went to sleep which is weird because you think you'd be freaked out yeah like your no adrenaline i just would went be... right to sleep like i was exhausted and then i woke up and my ex was came to me he's like i heard you like grunting were you having some weird dreams so then i was like oh he heard me and then he looked at my face he's like wow you look sick like my face was ashen and my lips were like gray." like energy or something was drained out of me yeah. and i was sick for like the the neck the whole day um so that was <laughs> again selfish. if that was something spiritual and not sleep paralysis and that's probably the closest i've ever had to thinking something wanted something <laughs>
0: well i was thinking of it in a fun consensual way
1: <laughs> terrifying do you think with the following uh, did you do any, res- did you ask your, um, or you d- did you even tell him?
2: I told him, um, I think I told him. I think he listened, he didn't s- he didn't know how to react. Like if
1: he knew the history of the house or anything?
2: No, he was his house sitting, and uh, I don't know if it had to something to do with that house, I don't know if it had to do something with that hostel in Spain.
1: Yeah, and he fo- everybody followed you like across the country? Man, even
0: like... <laughs> Even European spirits are handsy. I know.
2: <laughs> my ex had actually had an experience and he didn't believe in ghosts. That's probably the, my favorite stories is when someone who doesn't believe in ghosts has yeah. something they like, can't <laughs> explain. And again, I'm going to say it could be a sleep paralysis thing, but I, I, I went to his um his apartment and I rang the doorbell and he came out like panting, like he stepped but panicky looking. And just like looked at me, like freaked out, and I was like, "What happened to you?" And he's like, "I was sleeping, and then suddenly I felt something grab my throat and just throw me, like ch- choke me, I've up and that. down."
1: No, I've like had that too. Where I've, and you wake up and there's nobody there,
2: and so <laughs> that's the closest thing he had to anything weird. It was actually shaking him, according to him. It wasn't like he just couldn't move. He, he was like, being... it was like somebody's choking him and shaking him.
0: I am sufficiently freaked out. <laughs> I've had weird things happen
2: to me
1: staying when I, like the house I'm staying at right now, I'm a pet sitter Uh too, and I'm like, am I just seeing things because, you know, we're having this podcast, we're going to interview, you know, and I've been watching like the YouTube, the videos. The Haunted Bay on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And I read the book and and, uh, I I took, there's a quiz in the back of June's book where you can find out if you have any sort of skills. Uh,
0: The book is called How to Talk to Spirits. um,
1: What do you call it? If you have any sort of, like, if you're somebody that receives messages, um, or if you can give messages, um, and, like, what you might be. Um, What was the point of my story? Oh, so I've just been seeing stuff, but nothing, like, nothing where it's, like, a clear image of anybody yet. So I just feel like, am I, it's the same thing, like, am I just freaking myself out? Yeah. (laughs) Are, are... Or it, it would help to have somebody like around <laughs> other than the dog because I know da- animals and like children are yeah. more
0: why sensitive. is that like why, why do you think Probably that
1: is it's something about maybe the energy that they give up and they're just more open they haven't had all this <laughs> training that we have to um, filter stuff out so they are they're able to just pick up on a bunch of stuff yeah. more than we are.
0: That is fascinating. I, that I am so happy that you came today and, yeah. and gave us your time and gave us these wonderful stories. Where can where can people find you other than on YouTube and the Haunted Bay uh, on YouTube?
2: Um, well, we're also on Facebook slash the Haunted Bay, Twitter, and Instagram at the Haunted Bay. Right now, we're actually we have an event listed on SF Gate as well. And what I'm doing is I'm giving uh, ghost tours on actually this Sunday, October eighth. And also October 22nd, another Sunday, because it's just a fundraiser to raise funds because I don't get paid for these projects. Everything's oh, okay. out of pocket. So, you know, I like to like pay for food and transportation and upgrade our equipment. Like we'd like to get a better quality um, IR camera, infrared camera, and maybe have like lavalier mics because we, the conditions that we film under, we, it's basically you show up you don't know what's going to happen we just follow people oh see. so so having
0: a la- lavalier like would would get yeah. you mobile and get you moving yeah
2: yeah because sound has been an issue on some of our videos like we don't we can't have a person with a boom with a mic following them <laughs> around you're going to crash into the yeah. <laughs> so the most we could have is like a you know a mic on our 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 cameras and oh. sometimes it's not close to the people so we have to do subtitling so that yeah we're doing these two ghost tours and um what's unique about our tours is that we're actually taking people inside of places where we film investigations in you know some in in the dark so that they could actually try and investigate themselves or see if their psychic abilities pick up anything
1: hmm. do you, can you let us know what places you're going to go or is that part of the surprise
2: um <laughs> I don't know. I've been kind of not sure if if it's a good advertisement to tell people where we're going or to keep it a surprise. I think keeping think? it a surprise.
0: Yeah, keep it a
1: surprise. It definitely it's a place you've encountered spirits mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Either okay.
2: It's only places where we've encountered spirits, either us or the APR or um, June hern
0: So definitely check out the ghost tours on the twenty second for the Haunted Bay. You can buy tickets on tickets dot com. And just look them, look up the haunted bay.
2: Yeah, and it's also on our Facebook page. Um, if you look, Facebook backslash the haunted bay, you can find our event there. Pin I think I pinned it to the top. Can and buy um,
1: tickets through there. No, you can't.
2: It'll have a link, link, to, link the to brown, brown paper, paper tickets. tickets and all of that. So I haven't found anything. Not 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 someone on my team either. But apparently the ghosts on USS Hornet have been flirtatious with the the young women. Oh, because they're sailors, their, right? Huh? Like they're are... sailors Good. and
0: and maybe ten percent of the male ghosts. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah. Oh, I have a funny story about that. Actually. Oh yes, yes. Gay ghosts. Gay okay. ghosts. Gay ghosts. <laughs> oh my god. So let me finish. The U.S.S. Hornets, you know, they've tugged on women's care. Uh, they've you know flirted with flirt flirted with some young women. So the U.S.S. Hornet probably has some flirtatious ghosts, but. um... For our first episode, we went to the USS Hornet, but we also went to a place called the White Horse Bar
0: in Berkeley. I think it's in Oakland. Oakland, right? Berkeley,
2: Oakland, Berkeley border.
0: But it's in the White Horse <laughs> is a bar that's been there for a really long time, from what I understand. Mm. It's in nested in like a residential sort of area, mm-hmm. but it's on a main street. It's on a. It's. I don't remember if it's on. It's uh, on Telegraph. Tele, it is on Telegraph. Yeah.
2: I think it is right now the oldest gay bar in the country.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. In Berkeley.
1: Wait, in the country? Oh. Yeah, because it's the other... Ad- than New York? Er what's that one in New York? The, I don't know. The famous one.
2: I know it used to be like the third oldest, but the first two got yeah. closed down or one of them was destroyed in Katrina it, or something. I think, I,
0: no, I think you're right. It is the oldest one, even before Stonewall. Because yes, it was so there. Yeah,
2: that's one I was yeah. thinking of. So, um... We went to film there, and then one of the investigators with Alameda Paranormal Researchers had told us the story that his husband or partner at the time didn't believe in any of this ghost stuff, and he was like, oh this is silly, whatever, and he's kind of like, I think I've seen pictures, I didn't meet him, I saw pictures of his husband, he was like and I think he was bald or something, and then while they were decorating a Christmas tree in the bar, I believe his husband felt someone squeezing his shoulders or something. I can't remember those details, but he may have seen the spirit as well, but at least he felt him. And it freaked him out. And so he, like, you know, he just freaked him out. And he was doubting the he whole ghost thing the whole time. <laughs> but I'm giving this backstory for a reason. So um, here I am with my crew. I have two cam- main camera guys, and they're all my classmates at the time. One of them, he's. Um, his name is Abdullah, and he was interested, but not not a believer at all. But he wanted to come along just to see if there's something to it. So we go on the USS Hornet, and after that, he's just like, This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is just, this is stupid. Just sitting around trying to record voices. Cause a lot of times nothing happens, to be honest. You're sitting yeah. around <laughs> in the dark, like, What's your name? You know, blah, 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 and nothing happens. And so he was bored out of his mind. He was like, I don't believe in any of this stuff. Well, we go to the the White Horse Inn, or White Horse Bar, it's called now. And they have this, what's called a K2 meter, where there's like supposedly, if there's spikes in energy, the, the light on the meter goes up. And so that might be ghost interaction. So they're asking the ghost in the bar, they're seeing the K2 meters going up. They're like, oh, there might be a ghost here. And they're talking to it, and you see the, the lights going up. And then suddenly Abdullah, the guy who said, all oh, this is ridiculous, he's like, uh i i don't honestly i don't know what's happening now i don't believe in this stuff but every time the light goes up i feel something pushing down on my shoulders and i can't swallow and he hasn't to, happens to be a stocky guy with a bald head too so hmm. just like the husband of the other guy who yeah, didn't believe it that. and somebody was like possibly <laughs> flirting with him
1: <laughs> that's gonna be you that's gonna be you and then so um, what bar um, are you gonna hunt
2: That was just like amazing because he he looked a little bit like freaked out and he's just like, you know, he just walked into the, he put his camera down, he walked into the other room and we were like, oh my God, of all the people that this was going to happen to, it was Abdullah, the one who was calling us ridiculous the whole time.
0: That is amazing. (laughs) That is, oh my God, I can't wait to come back to the white horse. (laughs) I haven't been there in like a millennia, so wow massaging ghosts
1: massaging ghosts wow they're
0: not all bad
2: <laughs> I don't
1: just they're not all bad loosen up your shoulders
2: I don't, I don't i have to be honest i think most of the time they're not bad
1: they're, it's like people it's right? like people yeah. it's like some like,
2: some may be worse than others like the one that's jumped at you know the, the, the psychic in our group yeah. and yelled and screamed at her. i don't know he's just like an angry angry person and angry ghost and um whether they're evil entities i honestly have to say i don't know i've heard so many opinions i don't know what to believe i just know i don't want to mess with them
0: that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you so much for gracing us with your presence (laughs) your stories your wonderful anecdotes and just thank you and we want to make sure that everybody goes to the haunted bay on youtube watch the videos and also check out brown paper tickets for the shows. Check them out on on Facebook. So The Walking Tour in San Francisco, check them out on Facebook.com slash The Haunted Bay. Yeah. And brown paper tickets for the tickets for October 22nd for a ghost tour. Come on out. It's Halloween. It's good. It'll be a lovely time. And thank you again, Ying. You're welcome. Thank you so much. It was
2: a pleasure.
0: <laughs> Thanks once again for listening to bitchoverhere.com. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and write to us at hello at bitchoverhere.com.
1: Let us know what you thought. Let us know what you think.
0: And let us know what you drink.
1: Yeah. So maybe we could have it on tap the next time we interview you.
0: So you contact us at our webpage, bitchoverhere.com. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Stitcher. And make I think sure. you
1: should ha- play us on all apps simultaneously so you do not miss anything.
0: Anything. Not one thing. Boom. That's the show. Thanks for listening to us again here at Bitch Over Here.
1: We drop our mics. But
0: they're, they're too, too expensive, expensive to, fix. to fix. Thanks for listening, bitches.